0: Area code 928? I don't think so. I'm taking a call right now. How's it going?
1: It's going all right. Excellent. I got three days in a row of 7 AMs, so. Yeah, let's uh let's keep it going.
0: Let's roll on. Yeah. Back when we were youngins, <laughs> there was a radio station, KRIZ.
1: K-R-I-Z. In Phoenix, and
0: I'm, I'm guessing. It must have been Phoenix. I think so, yeah, yeah, it had to be Phoenix. Uh well, it had to be, but yeah. Right. Pretty sure.
1: They were rock and roll.
0: They would play this commercial, or possibly a series of commercials, that had um, I think maybe the same animator as the People that did the, um, how many licks does it take to get to the center of Tootsie Roll Pop? Yeah,
1: it seemed like a, Tootsie it's Pop. a similar style. Yeah, for sure. That's a good yeah. call.
0: But other than that, I don't remember much. I do remember when you reminding me the other day.
1: Yeah. It's a Jack and the Beanstalk parody. And yeah. Jack sells possibly the family cow for <laughs> some magic Chris rocks, mm-hmm, And mm-hmm. his mother is so angry that she stuffs the Chris rocks in his ears. And as she's doing so, he goes, Oh, yo. <laughs> that's that's uh and i every once in a while i'll do that noise but um but i don't remember the, the commercial very well so yeah and then the, but, i think the gist of it is because of these chris rocks he gets to hear great music all day long yeah
0: yeah it was like the jokes on her right because he was rocking and rolling that's right all the time
1: that's <laughs> <laughs> a, a very mm-hmm. dead way of putting it yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah, if you get it, Chris rocks. Right, when I get, you get it,
1: Chris rocks. Mm-hmm. They have apparently gone out of business in they they went out of business in the eighties, like nineteen eighty two or something. So not mm. too long after we were listening to them.
0: Yeah, well, they probably blew all their money on those commercials.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Local TV commercials weren't that much then. I suppose. So. Consider Phoenix in the seventies. Mm-hmm. Not that. Not that much.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, Wallace and Ladmo lasted for. Decades after.
1: I just was going through the history of um, their show on YouTube. I, I fell into a rabbit hole of it. Mm-hmm. Because Pat McMahon won't yeah. shut up.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's, oh man, he's a still a staple in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. he still has a show, right. as far as I know. Well, he, he did I think, up to a couple of years ago. I was right, right, on, right.
1: Yeah, yeah. He, and good for them. Like, Why should he shut up? He's funny. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I well, always thought anymore, so. He, it took me a while to get into his various characters. But once I oh, did Gerald and such, yeah. Yeah. Cause Gerald yeah. was, was gross. Yeah. But I also, I, I liked the layered humor because he would do little, um, not risque, but uh, maybe occasionally off color ad libs off, off the side of his mouth to, uh, you know, and I, I knew the other grownups were laughing. <laughs> so in the same way that Bullwinkle, Sort of gradually dawned on me as the years went by, and Bugs Bunny, I guess, too. Warner Brothers mm-hmm. cartoons, um, mm-hmm. little, the little to the layers, uh, yeah, the, the the, little layers. I went,
0: oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, and by the way, um, for those of you that <laughs> didn't grow up in Phoenix, uh, Wallace yeah. and Ladmo was a kids' show. Um, you know, kind of like Crusty the Clown, where he entertained the audiences, or they entertained the audiences. There would be a studio audience of kids. They'd also show some cartoons and, and spots in between their Talk to the audience segments, and they gave away Ladmo bags that always had Hostess products mm-hmm. in them. I recall and prizes and things too. Yeah,
1: it was mostly Lucky sponsors kids. of the show. They would just take mm. their product and stuff a bag <laughs> full of it mm-hmm. and give it as give it away as prizes. So they, I'm sure, yeah. they got a lot of free things to do, to use in the bags. So that was very clever. Yeah, probably mm-hmm. clever. So they always had, you know. Easy prizes, but that became that show was probably the envy of kids shows around the country. Because yeah, it, was, it did get
0: uh, a lot of accolades.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, Bill
0: Bill Thompson, Bill Thompson, was well that's it. Vladimir Kwiatkowski yeah. was Ladmo, who had been or the ca- Kwiat, the, the rubber faced sidekick. Bill Thompson was the who played Wallace. He created it, All and right. uh, it ran from 1954. <laughs> yeah. To 1989.
1: Which was, and I think, that's not the Wallace and Ladmo show necessarily, right? I think that's when Wallace, mm. Bill Townsend, first got the job. Right. And, and so it was, But he had a continuous show. He was the originator. and
0: Yeah. Um, so it's Wallace? Right. Question mark. And sure. then um, Wallace and Company. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then eventually Wallace and Ladmo. Yeah. Ladmo being Vladimir Kwiatkowski, um, who was just, he was a cameraman on the show, but then... <laughs> yeah. You know, it's it's almost like a UHF situation with, uh, you know, the uh, Weird Al film. I I know what it is, yes. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Where, uh, what's his name? Uh, Michael Richards. Mm Mm-hmm. Who played a just a custodian on the sh- on the at the station? Right, and they gave him a show. And um, they, Weird Al needed more <laughs> right. anybody to you know to fill with content on air, and so they just grabbed him and said, "Do this." And he ended up being a big hit.
1: Mm-hmm. That was a it was that was a good switch. And then Pat McMahon just happened to be watching what he thought was a typical stupid <laughs> daytime kid show in mm-hmm. his hotel room when he was out of the army. I guess looking mm. for something to do. Um, on his way to New York, maybe, and uh, he just latched onto that show, and then he got a job on the TV station doing the weather, and mm-hmm. just watched all the tapings of the show, and got to know the boys. and uh, Bill Thompson one day said, "Hey, I, I've written a, a three person three person sketch. You know, do you want to do it with us?" And he said, <laughs> "Sure." And then the magic ensued. Yeah, but Pat McMahon, he filled out the he filled out the show with. Uh, at least, you know, a dozen or two dozen—I don't know how many characters he had.
0: Yeah, quite, quite a few.
1: But the like yeah. the motorcycle wearing guy, the superhero, the uh, Baffo, mm-hmm. the clown, uh, Gerald, Aunt Maud, Aunt Maud, <laughs>
0: yes, yeah. Um, let's see, yeah, Marshall Good, Marshall Good,
1: <laughs> wow, <laughs> right, I forgot that one.
0: Uh, Captain Super, you mentioned, yeah,
1: Captain Super. I don't know which one did. Did you know that was the one where he would always throw in the adult jokes that i occasionally got yes Mm -hmm. it was that was very sort of uh johnny carson you know karnak-esque to me Uh uh-huh similar Uh sort of humor i thought right like just on the edge of being not appropriate for children (laughs) almost not appropriate (laughs) (laughs) At, at the very least a little sophisticated sometimes he would just go Com- off the yeah, edge
0: compared to the the sort of wacky, goofy kid yeah, kids show for sure that it that it was yeah. But they didn't Not compared to, but along with
1: they didn't let it drag and they you know they got in and out. They did the funny stuff. They talked to the kids. They gave out prizes. Boom, done. Uh, you know, that should probably be if I choose to get married. Uh, what little girl, we got other talking dollies to record today. All right, you play Dexter's. Let's get this right. One. Hey, hey, kids, I'm talking Krusty. Two. Hey, hey, here comes Sideshow Mel. Again. Here comes Sideshow Mel. Sideshow Mel. Three. <laughs> Bada-bing, bada-boom, I'm done. Learn from a professional kid.
0: Okay, Krusty, uh, we are ready to roll. Any What the? <laughs> <laughs> and then to bring it all back full circle, Pat McMahon, he actually wor- worked for a time for the radio station KRIZ. Ah. Oh. As- as a uh, disc jockey, nice. among other things, sure. Yeah, so, so there you go. <laughs> the history of children's television in Phoenix, market. at
1: least the good show.
0: <laughs> yeah, almost well, by yeah. what was it? Thirty-five years.
1: Yeah, old now. Mm-hmm. Um, let's uh, let's bring it up a little bit. Well, things that are old
0: now. Mm-hmm. I was listening to a piece of music by Enya. Enya being a um, Irish singer with mm-hmm. a very distinctive voice and style yeah and uh, her newer song i'm not sure exactly when it was done but a newer song uh, called echoes in rain yeah which uh, sounds like this
1: If I had to parody Inya, that would be similar to what <laughs> the kind of thing I think I would do.
0: It's nice. I, I liked it. And then her other one uh, that I really like, you could put on Inya, and it all sounds, you know, similar enough, you know, it's like the Spa Channel hmm. where there's, there's a lot of things. Unless you want a whole bunch of zone out Spa Channel-esque music, you might want her on a shuffled playlist with other things. Sure. Because it ends up... You know, being very similar to at least each in, of her pieces, at end least up being tone. very similar to each other, yeah. In, yeah, in tone and style. She does sing in Irish, yeah, but then she also has a lot of uh, just vocalizations, yeah, and <laughs> such, yeah, uh, which one of which is uh, was used to to great popularity in the um, lesser popular Stephen King made for TV piece, I think called Sleepwalkers. Was it made for TV? Hmm. Yeah, me, yeah, about some cat people. Yeah, but it's uh, <laughs> it's called Bodicea, or Bodica, depending on your who who pronounces it. About yeah. the uh, the famous Irish warrior empress type person.
1: But uh, I like that much better. Mm-hmm. It's her. Uh, the older it gets, the more I like. In general.
0: Yeah, with a couple So of those are. Uh, I, I've got a few of her albums between her and um, Clanad, the group that she were, works with. Uh, we were told it's Clanad. sings Clanad. Sorry, that makes more sense.
1: Like what? draws you to her because it's not just that it's, you know, easy listening sort of no, no. fair. Well,
0: sometime in the mid to late 80s, mostly late 80s, um new age music became very popular. Yeah. I was into a lot of that, specifically keyboard stuff, more, you know, Tangerine Dream was one that that you and I shared an interest in an interest in and so i don't know if she was around then i didn't really notice that but i was into that sort of genre mm-hmm. when she came along and had uh, you know a lovely voice right. and uh, some smooth stylings and then the irish language angle it all just kind of hmm. was very intriguing right. and uh, at least pleasant to listen to <laughs> so it took some interesting turns yeah uh, then just every once in a while you something pops up with her like ah for sure, Very distinctive voice. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Keeps, it mm-hmm. keeps coming back. I get it. One of her songs is on a commercial. One of her newer ones, mm-hmm. and um, so I just started looking up a couple things. Right today,
1: you fell into um, an inya uh, hole. Two.
0: Yep. Ho, <laughs> <laughs> oh, ho. Oh. <laughs>
1: yeah. Every once in a while, I'll listen to a song or two here or there. Like it's mm-hmm. usually Caribbean Blue, so. Hmm. I don't know that's got some special memories from the time. So every once in a while I'll, I'll jog my memory.
0: Yeah, understood.
1: my So then on the other hand, yeah, the,
0: the non-easy listening.
1: Yeah, I shared D Mob happy uh several weeks ago. Yeah. And they are very solidly glam rock influenced. Uh-huh. With psychedelic in, you know, mixed in. Mm-hmm. Uh this thing that I f- just happened upon in my uh, discover, I believe, is like neo-grunge. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. There's oh, a,
0: neo-grunge. That's a good way to describe it. Okay.
1: There's a serious Nirvana uh, influence, it sounds like.
0: hmm Yep.
1: There's a strong, you know, tight songwriting structure. It's got uh, really heavy instruments, but it's also got this really nice harmony vocal thing happening. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, wow, it just it pushed all my buttons. It was really good. I could see that. And I, as I listened to their album... Because I heard, I don't know, they throw you one song of a band on Discover. Sometimes mm-hmm. that leads to a lot of songs that you really like. Sometimes it's a one-off, and their other stuff doesn't sound anything like it. Right. But the more I listen to this album, the better I like them. Like it just kept. I'm not going to say it got better through the whole thing, but I, I did sort of have this I was like, wow, this is still really good. <laughs> I couldn't mm-hmm. stop listening to the thing. That's rare.
0: Yeah. So, so the one you're sharing is called. Uh, the one I'm sharing is called Heavy Handed.
1: Yeah. And they sound like this.
0: It's, surprised. That, it was that hard they, to pick one. I was surprised that, well, you, you said it best, I think, sort of neo-grunge <laughs> and um, heavy instrumental, but then a really good vocal mix. Mm-hmm. The harmonies are good. It's not, um, well, the words are easy to understand. Yeah. It's not quite as grungy <laughs> as true grunge, but uh, pretty pretty cool. Well, I it's
1: not it. the sludgy side of it, but yeah. if you expand the definition of grunge to include you know bands like Nirvana, then there's that uh, pop songwriting influence that is um you know taking it into the melodic rather than just screaming guitars (laughs) rather than just the heaviness of it yeah they're not which is great i like that but um -hmm. i I really one of the things i liked about nirvana was those two things coming together sure the the abba influence and the melvin's influence at the same time
0: (laughs) yeah but these guys um by the way, these guys being Fang Club. Yeah. One word? Fang Club? Fang Club, yeah. Yeah, it's like Fan Club but with Fang in there. Right. Did so I did uh, I not say it's that? Got got a did edge.
1: I not say the name before? No, I don't think so. This band is called Fang Club.
0: <laughs> well they even have a kind of a, a grunge look. Right. You know, Pacific Northwest look.
1: Yeah. Even though them. they're Irish.
0: <laughs> well, it's about the same, you know, that sort of <laughs> rainy yes, rainy gray.
1: It is very rainy. Speaking mm-hmm. of Ireland, so I just wanted to keep in tune with the, the Irish uh, theme. Yeah, oh, that's
0: interesting. It's different two ends of the of the musical musical style spectrum. That's right. And yet, both Irish. Yeah, what a quinky dink.
1: I, I better go. I'm being yelled at from the other side of the door.
0: <laughs> what was the other one that you shared besides Heavy Handed? There was another... Uh, uh, the vulture first Culture, yeah. Oh, yeah, Vulture Culture. Yeah, uh, also a good one. Mm-hmm. But I thought, oh, that's, a, that's pretty good. And then you shared Heavy Handed. I was yeah. like, ooh. Even better. Yeah. I like so those. I could see how you, you would keep liking the album mm-hmm. if they're all like that. Yeah. Fun stuff. There you go. All right. Well, if you'd like to share your fun stuff, you might share it with people who do, th- do this podcast. Um, <laughs> the podcast being, of course, be it's just called Two Brothers. And we are the brothers. I'm Marcus. I'm James. We go. and hand. if you want to send us an email <laughs> you can send it to bros at com.
1: I like how we're almost at 100 shows and we still can't identify the show <laughs> until the very end of the show <laughs> half the well, time like five, yeah. 5 out of 10 times um, you if you use twitter you can tweet at this at ijc2b mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: bloggage might occur <laughs>
1: I'm going to try to get back into the swing
0: at, <laughs> at com. Yeah, thank you. <laughs>
1: we added a lot of stuff at the beginning that <laughs> it's going to burn me out for the rest of the show.
0: Indeed. I'll <laughs> cut some. Yes. Maybe. Where are we? Uh,
1: oh, 21 minutes? Yeah, that'll be a short.
0: Yeah. It'll go down to like 15. And then clips will add a bit. Yeah. yeah about a 20-minute show. That's cool.
1: It is. All so that's cool. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll plan a long one for next week, though. Long-ish. Okay. Oh, well, yeah,
0: Megan will contribute her third. Show so.
1: 100.
0: Yeah, I have to give her some prodding to make her Mm -hmm. lesson plan for her show, for her guest appearance.